0: Welcome to the 200% Life podcast with Adam Hergenrother and Caitlin Frotland, where we bring you weekly insights into spiritual growth and business success.
1: Okay. So question, and this is kind of a personal question because we've got a lot going on right now as like a small team working on the 200% Life and everything. And so, um, yeah, I'll just share a little bit about my own personal experience with it. So I like used to be a person who was very busy, and not super, not to say not productive, but I would get caught a lot in busyness. Yeah. And I feel like since working here in this culture and everything, it has definitely made me a more productive person, which is awesome, that's you know? Great. <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, but there are these, still these moments where even uh, being in a culture where we are talking about productivity, or watching our thoughts, not getting letting ourselves fall into traps, Where it can still feel like, wait, am I stuck in busyness here or am I actually being really productive? And I think when you have big goals, particularly, um, you want to always be accomplishing more than you actually are. And then I can start to question like, wait, am I just stuck here in busyness or is this actually just taking longer to accomplish than I thought? And um, yeah, I think this comes up for a lot of people, particularly people who consider themselves high achievers and just want to be in a constant state of productivity. Like what is the difference between busyness and productivity and how do you know when you're actually um, there? And if you're not there, how do you get yourself there?
0: Yeah, it's great. You know, there's a lot of there's there's some structural things we can talk about that you can do in terms of like how to set your day up and week up to make sure you're accomplishing the most important things. But really the question is like, how do I know what the most important thing is to be able to do it? And there, again, there's ways we can work backwards from there. I think a lot of us, what we have to first understand is, are we using business as a way to distract ourselves from ourselves? Because if we are, then we'll always want to be associated with some level of busyness and we'll work towards productivity. We'll try to get the hacks and all that stuff because it'll make you productive if you're going to do more of those things. But the first thing that you always want to ask yourself is, am I... You just, again, it's it's really just a clearing technique, which is just am I trying to distract myself or am I feeling the need to distract myself with work so I can feel better about myself? And a lot of times what I will find is I will insert myself. I don't do this nearly anymore, but I used to a lot insert myself in the meetings to make myself feel better. or I'd insert myself into emails and provide a response just to make sure that I was heard or just to make sure that people knew that I was responding so I could do this. To me, that's just busyness and it's not really being productive. like,
1: it, this can show up as like trying to be helpful. Exactly. Or, hey, like, I
0: was just, and you can convince yourself that I'm just responding here because, um, you know, I feel like I, you may have a thought. Now, if you're reading the email and there's a question for you or you have to do it, there's no, nothing wrong with addressing it. But a lot of us will want to insert ourselves, particularly in different parts of business, to um, make ourselves feel like we are adding more value so that our egos feel better. Versus just staying focused on the areas that you're really good at and streamlining that and staying highly productive into the areas that you're really good at. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I Yeah, I guess I feel like the egoic part, just trying to figure out what that really looks like maybe in a variety of circumstances or like a real world.
0: Well, I, I, to speak for me again, it's, I remember... Years ago, I would just, as I started getting leadership team, I would still find myself trying to do somebody else's job, mm. or I'd find myself trying to insert myself into somebody else's position, or I would always want to be the one that was heard last, right. Or make sure that my idea was really used and it may not have been the best idea, but since I'm the leader, then everyone should follow my idea. Anyways, you go into a meeting and you want to, and, and maybe you feel like you need to continue the meeting for 15 minutes, just so you feel like you added something to the conversation, but really wasn't helpful or useful. That's just being busyness, right? It's just, it's like you're just adding things to add things. This is why, like, it's so funny, like, when somebody says, can I have a 30-minute meeting? It's, I always, like, I'm, like, did somebody, did you take the time to sit down and go, okay, well, this question I have for Adam is going to take me 28 minutes, therefore I need 30 minutes. No, it's, like, Mm -hmm. we just, we go, oh, it should be enough time to get through in 30 minutes. Now. There's nothing wrong with having a 30 minute meeting, but I, in my opinion, like not having a lot of meetings and being able to deal with a six minute phone call is much more effective. Meaning like when somebody emails says, Hey, I need to go over this with you. Instead of setting up a 30 minute meeting, I can pick up the phone, call them and it's solved in four or five minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. Versus I've got a 30 minute block. Therefore, what else can we talk about? And just in 90% of what's talked about in a meeting really isn't helpful anyways. Mm -hmm. Now, you yeah. like We have one that's once a week that's more condensed and there's a lot of stuff going in there, which is a little bit different, but so many people try to just put so many meetings in there and with information they just don't necessarily need.
1: I also feel like the once a week 30 minutes, I mean, it's our team doing yes, that 30 exactly, minutes. Yes. And it forces me personally to be like, is this worthy, worthy of putting on exactly. the agenda? That's exactly you know? right.
0: Yeah. And that's why and you go through different items that are there. And of course, if you need more time, that you take more time. If you need less time, that you just take less time. But I've always been like this kind of this meeting guy, which is like I would start I would stand up in the middle of the meeting and start walking out, and not because I'm trying to be rude to anybody, just because this is no longer productive, right? It's just it's and now all I'm doing is being a leader and teaching other people to be busy because people show up a couple minutes late for meetings, and then next thing you know like you have three minutes left in the meeting, so you're kind of winding down anyways, and you just and there's nothing wrong with it if you just want to have some banter back and forth with things, but if you're talking about pure productivity. Um, a lot of us just try to extend the day, right? Instead of measuring their day in minutes, they measure their day in days. And if you start measuring it in minutes, it's one of those things you actually get much more productive on there. The other thing to think about is like, you need to find a time again, whether that's throughout the week, maybe that's in the morning. For me, I do it in the morning, uh, every morning. And this is what it's been helpful for me as a way to be productive, which is to get clear on what you're clear on, right? Like it's busyness will leak in when you're unclear just in general, like it just will leak in. It'll leak into your personal life. It'll leak it into your business life. The clearer you are on things, what it really being clear gives you is the ability to say no. Mm -hmm. It says no to a lot of things. And the less clear you are, you say yes to a lot of things, seeing if they're going to turn you on and make you feel better. So you can see how that happens. So in the morning, or for, again, I've used that experience, you may do it once a week. We use a 411, um, which is just basically like, what do I need to do this week to be on track for my goals for this month? right? What do I need to be on, be completed this month in order to be on track for the next quarter or the next six months or the next year, right? And that's how you kind of use these overall arching plans. But you've got to set that up each week to be clear with that because those things constantly change and need to be pivoted. And the clearer you are, the easier it is to say no to other things and yes to stuff that makes the most sense. The classic example of this is Steve Jobs. When he came back into Apple in 1997, he had left for, I think, 12 years or 11 years, whatever it was at the time, maybe seven years. And the company was failing, had like 90 days left of cash. And he came in there and what he realized was that Apple at the time was working on over 200 different items. So they had all these employees working on 200 different things. What he did, he came in there and he eliminated a lot of positions because he said, we're just not going to focus on this. Sure, that's cool. That's neat. That's fun. We're not going to do any of that. And he narrowed down to 10. And then within like another two days, they said, we're going to pick one of these. And so then you pick one, which happened to be the iPod, right? And he said, what team do we need for just the iPod? And within a year, they had like a $1.5 billion profit swing. So they were losing three to $400 million to gaining like a profit of like, I don't know what it was, $300 million the next year or something. So it ended up being like maybe that like $700 million swing. But anyways, it was huge. And that was because of focus and productivity, right? And then they all got focused on what what needs to happen in order to move that along.
1: So yeah, so Clarity and I you taught, mentioned the 411, 411 which we use and I find incredibly helpful yes. you know and I even try in my emails to you I put in my I see that. one thing yeah. is yeah. because yes. it is so so helpful to have that clarity but then like during the course of the week you know like you said things come up or there's a bunch of emails in your inbox and you need to respond to them and it's like it almost feels like it's you get like sucked into yes, the business you, yes. you know yeah um, and is that where like time blocking comes in? Is that yeah. where you're saying no? Like what are your... It's
0: all of that, right? Again, the clearer you are, the easier it is to just either delete it or not respond to it or respond to it. It's just, you just, and again, it's, I know it sounds so easy to say, and yet we all live and we all are going to get sucked into busyness at some point. It's how mm-hmm. fast can you realize that you're not being productive? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I always use, that's why each morning, the next morning, I will then reflect on... I really, was I really productive yesterday? Did I actually, in the time that I'm willing to exercise, was I productive, right? Like, cause it, and I do this for all aspects of my life. You could easily say, cause anybody can go to the gym for two hours and you could, but you could just do a set, wait seven minutes, talk to people around there, do another set, right? And you can be like, are you really productive? Or do you go for a 30 minute run and you get, and the whole time you're running, you're listening to audio, that's a productive 30 minutes, right? For what it is. So everything, and I ask that, am I being productive with my kids? So what does that look like? That means they get my attention. That means I'm focused on them. That means I'm listening, and maybe I'm the only one. But like a lot of times, I'll be sitting there with my kids, and I'll be listening to a story, and my mind will start going. We well, should be doing this work over yeah. here, or you should be focused on this over there. And I'm like, and I just you just kind of let that go, and you focus again on what you're doing and being with your kids, same thing with your partner. The same thing in a business meeting. If unless it's an emergency, if I'm in with my partners in work, I'm with them, I'm not with my family. So again, it's not that like you, you, you're, it's like, you're just this rigid person. You're just, you're choosing. Okay. Right now it's important that we do this podcast. So my attention is on this podcast. Right. And so you're really purposeful on it. My attention is I need to clean these emails up. Like I was gone last week on vacation. And I remember I was like, I need three hours to make sure that I'm purposeful and responding to everything that's meaningful in here. And then dealing with that. And then I need another three hours of just phone calls to make sure that I get caught up and productive and hearing everybody. And that's what I did yesterday and today. Right. So that's, and it was really engaged on that um, and you kind of just and again i had to say no to other things that were in there like other meetings or or invitations and i just couldn't do it because i need that became the priority for what it was for work and then and then again so you just kind of look at each aspect of your life and really what this really comes down to is it's just making sure that you're engaged in the moment so that you're really giving it your all meaning it raising that moment up whatever you're doing
1: what you said about how it's not we all get trapped in busyness and it's how quickly you pull yourself out yes that really resonates because then it's kind of like a meditation practice or anything i mean then it just all kind of comes together like oh the traps are always going to be there it's just how quickly yeah and that's
0: why i like to use a schedule in order to do that correct right which is like every morning when you when i wake up if i'm journaling and meditating that is setting my day up. Like, okay, have I been working too much? Have I neglected my family in some way? Have I neglected work in some way? Have I neglected exercise or my eating? Did I drink too much, you know, alcohol for, a, you know, over a period of a week, right? You just reflect on all these things, right? I'm just, you know, you just be as real as you can with yourself. And that's where you start making adjustments and because you're clear, right? You're not, it's no longer, at least... I think for most people, they're the clearest they're going to be in that moment, um, especially when they have that. And then that's when you start making decisions during that two period of time.
1: So that's what you're journaling about in the morning is reflecting on how.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what I do for the whole thing. Like, how did I show up today? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and not like I'm looking for, I don't want, you know, like nobody's going to read the, like, it's just, you're just doing them just to put yourself back on. Okay. Am I, did I raise the moment up? Did I not? Did I slip somewhere? Am I being productive? And it just gives you a chance to reflect on all of that. Mm -hmm. And you don't, and you know, somebody asked me this yesterday. They go, I'm so busy with work. And like, they're really deep in a startup. And they're like, I, you know, two kids and you know, why? And he's like, I'm just, I don't, I don't even have the time to even reflect. And I go, you don't have 15 minutes. And they go, well, yeah, I do. I go, well, you just, you need, I said, your first thing is that every time I've, I've heard you for the past two weeks, it's been nothing about, I don't have time. So now you've created this story that you don't have any time. So even when you have time, you're creating a story that you don't have time because you don't have time. So the first thing is is you should start telling yourself you have all the time in the world. Because the reality is all we have is time. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you could you could leave your kids and your partner and your job and you would have that that could be a choice of yours, by the way. I'm not suggesting that, but like you could easily do that, right? And then all you would have is time. You could go, you know, just run away from your family and move in with somebody else if you wanted to. And that's I mean, leave so, all your responsibilities. Exactly. Leave mind. all your yeah. responsibilities. Like, so all, so you're still making sure people go, well, I can't do that. I go, I understand what you're saying, but yes, you can do that. So you're not choosing to make that time. So then get more purposeful on that and be like, okay, well, how do I then show up the best? How do I be even more productive? Which is in productive in all areas of your life. Cause this is where it's, it's not, it, there's just so much to, that you could do or have or know. And so at what point do you just, you have to get very clear on like, okay, where, what do I want to learn? Right? Like, you know, you can't be really amazing at golf and really amazing at skiing and really amazing at, you know, this and run seven, like you have to, like, maybe you only play golf twice a year and you just got to be okay with what that golf looks like. Maybe you play golf all the time and you only dabble in business twice a year and you're going to, you're going to get varied returns in your businesses. Right? So it's, it's not one or another. You just, you, you start getting clear on what makes the most sense for you in your life and your, I also feel like for me, it's phases, right? Like there was major phases in my life. I, even early on when we first had kids, when my kids were young, it was much, it was actually very easy for me still to work a lot more. Um, I was, you know, not as nearly as useful for the first couple of years of both of all three of my kids' lives, but now it's different. And it has been for the past five years or so that when my youngest became like five, like, it was like there's so much to explore with them and do with them and so and they get engaged in school and there's so many act- each kid, you know, each week has, you know, two or three hours of activities that just to coach and do different stuff. Mm-hmm. So you get different phases of your life. And then I know there will be a phase when they start doing their own thing and that opens up a vast amount of space and you can then bring that into different things. Mm-hmm. So you just you you have to and this is for no one's answer except for your own. That's why I always say find clarity each day. And reflect on what you're putting your time into. And, and again, I don't just mean business, I don't just mean your personal life. I mean like your exercise, your eating, your drinking, your the way you talk to people. Like you're just reflecting on all of that. And as you do, that becomes refined and you'll 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 pull out productivity. You'll pull out how to measure your day and minutes. You won't spend as much money on things because you're just not saying yes to everything. And so that's that's really the process of what it is. But it also goes back as you're all gonna get, all of us are gonna get caught. We're gonna get caught listening to the mind tell us to doing something. How quickly can we get out of it? How quickly can we let go of it? And how quickly can we get back on path for clarity? Because that clarity itself will take you the rest of the way.
1: Do you have any like tips or
0: tricks or yeah.
1: hacks that you use to get out of it or to catch yourself? Or did you, when you were first starting out, like reminders? Like well, I think there's a lot,
0: yes, yeah, I think there's a lot of things you can do. Some we've covered, but for me, it's, it's starting each morning with meditation, with journaling. So, because that is my reflective way of doing it, right? Yeah. That is why I, I, it's look, you know, journaling 15 minutes doesn't make you an amazing leader or anything, but what it does do is each day, it just, it strips away some of the noise Okay. Yeah. And for, or being a great parent, or being a great and focused just to do your walk every day or whatever it is that you're doing just that extra little focus. And then all that leaks into better habits that you have in your life. Um, I also think like, again, I've shared this before, but like when I get, you know, I don't do this necessarily anymore as much, but when I was first learning, like anytime I'd get out of my truck to come in the office, I'd remind myself to, I'm not here to get anything from anybody. I'm here to contribute. I'm here to serve. I'm here to raise the moment, whatever that is. And I, You know, like sometimes when I I just look at my door because I remember having that anchor point. Every time I walked in and out of my door, I would say the same thing. Like I wouldn't, I could be in the middle of a conversation and be like, did I contribute this conversation? And it's just a reminder to be engaged in the moment, not caught up in the mind. That's really what you're doing is anytime you're not caught in the mind and the mind's not telling you what to do, you'll have more clarity and the path will be clear. When you're caught in the mind and you're listening to it, that's when, that's when everything becomes messy.
1: So it sounds like you almost have these two things, like there's the journaling and the reflection, which brings you back every day as like a anchor point yes. or something. And then there's these little almost checkpoints that you had built into the course of your day to remind you not to be listening to your mind, because that's where it's easy to get trapped into the busyness and yep. not yep. be as productive.
0: I also think like, again, another, I do another meditation throughout the day. Um, that's like a... Even if my meditation isn't good per se, it's still a checkpoint to stop and go, slow down. Mm. Just slow down for a second. What is really, we're just here, floating around in the middle of this planet. Cause it's so easy to get caught out of that, isn't it? Like yeah. you're in your day and there's 500 different emails and people are doing all this and people want to get hired, they want to fire. Just, all these things are going on and you're just like, you can get so lost in it all. Mm-hmm. That's why these quick little, you just pause and go, hold on, mm. just relax. And really what people are saying relax is get out of your mind. That's all like – so when I say that, it's not like, oh, go relax. Like go tell the ego to relax. It's just you get clear and you, just, you, take it, you take a step back and you realize this is not what life's about. It's yes, I need to interact and deal with this, but this is not the end all. So then again, a meditation or just a reflection or a walk or whatever those things can recenter you, which is again all that it's doing is making you more clear so you become more productive. And that's really like these checkpoints all on the day. That's why they say, you know, 90 minutes and get up and walk around. Why do you do that? Because you get a different perspective. Different perspective gives you different clarity. So that's why you just keep doing these things throughout the day. And they, they, eventually you'll just become more productive because you have more clarity in your life. And you'll just feel better about it because you just continually pull up and go, man, I got so trapped in that emotion. Like this was like the biggest deal in the world. And I realized it's not. You know, one of the things I just love saying, I know we're getting into February now, but in January, I kept telling people, like, hey, do you remember that thing that happened in March that really bothered you of last year? And mm. people would be like, no. I go, exactly. So, this thing that's bothering you right now in January, when you're here in January of next year, you won't even remember this conversation.
1: So, it's like you don't even need to focus on productivity, focus on clarity. And yes. productivity is a natural byproduct exactly. of clarity.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. If you focus on productivity for the wrong reasons, you'll rely on productivity as a way to make you feel better. Mm. So remember, that's again, that's how people get caught with any activity in the outer world, even if it's a good one. Yeah. Because there's people like, you know how productive I am? I do. But I also know that you're suffering because now you have to maintain this level of productivity and this level of you know, energy for your work, this level, of, and it's all built on your whole ego
1: yeah that's so interesting that you say that because there's also which is extremely helpful i think for our team is our daily accountability questions Mm -hmm. and i now that you say that in retrospect i can actually realize like oh yeah when i say i had a really productive day today there is an egoic tie into that and then also that now setting the expectation that i'm gonna have a really productive day tomorrow the next thing if i don't you know, yes. it becomes a trap.
0: There's nothing wrong with feeling good from having a productive day. Like I always tell people, if something opens you up from outside, let it open you. Mm-hmm. Just don't buy into the fact that I need to replicate this. Mm-hmm. So if you do have a productive day, like so far today, has been really productive for me, right? And so like, I was like, wow, I feel really great from today. And by, I'm not, you're not holding on or buying into that. It's like, but if something from the outside world opens you up, let it open you up. That's mm-hmm. part of the experience of the outer world is for it to open you up. So that can mean business. You have a really successful business day or you just had a great meeting with a client. Sure, open you up. But then don't, don't think that I need to get another one of these in order to make myself feel good. That's, that's where people get trapped on this. And when they do this work, I, that, the nuance of that thing, it's like, well, should I not be opened up from something outside? No, be opened up by it. Absolutely should open you up. Just don't close when it doesn't open you up again. Mm. And that's the thing. That's the so the next day, you're like, oh, man, this is a much different day. Of course it is. <laughs> the situations aren't the same. People aren't the same. You're not going to string them together. So then you go, now I have something to let go of. Then I can show back up and work. But if something opens you up, let it open you up. So like really experience that. But just you're experiencing. Does that make sense? You're experiencing it in a different way. You're not experiencing like, oh, this is so great. I can't wait to do this again tomorrow. You're experiencing this and going, this moment right here is wonderful.
1: It's like an exhale and of enjoyment versus a like and now i need to do this it's just like actually letting the moment sink in yes
0: and take it all in and not trying to force the next moment to be the moment that you want to